Some people might think we're polytheists because we study all the Greek gods and have different religions and have these five planes with hierarchical gods upon them with the god on the top. Well, isn't there's a god on top, right? Doesn't mean you're a polytheist necessarily. But anyways, we're going to continue reading with Maneri, the letters, hundred the hundred letters of Maneri, and we're going to. We do read everything that's beautiful. We do. We we our religion is everything that's beautiful. <laughs> is that a re, is that polytheism though? I know the the Muslims are concerned about people being polytheist. <laughs> But we do everything that's beautiful, and this reading about hidden polytheism happens to be beautiful by, or we think it will be, by Maneri. Letter number 44. In the name of God, the merciful, the compassionate. Brother Samsudan, the messenger of God, has said, among my people, polytheism is more hidden than the movement of an ant on a black stone in the dark of night. Hmm. Now that this polytheism, even though it does not distract from the principle of faith, nevertheless damages its reality and benefits, faith can be compared to gold, which can either be pure or impure. In the latter case, it is still gold, but the value of gold that contains impurities is not the same as that of pure gold. Real faith is belief in divine unity and is the opposite of polytheism. Do you not see that until the root of polytheism has been removed, the unity of faith cannot be acquired? When polytheism has been uprooted, however, the shoot of belief in divine unity appears. <laughs> Faith in its unity becomes real for the person who really strives for it. He purifies himself from every defiling impurity that arises from hidden polytheism. The meaning, like in modern ter terminology, we just say whatever you put your attention on is your religion. So if I <laughs> focus my attention on X... Right? That's my religion. Huh? Whatever you put your attention on. Huh? If I put it on the volleyball, I worship volleyball. <laughs> the meaning of hidden polytheism is to see either loss or profit from com coming from anything besides God. Huh? Or be afraid or hopeful on account of anything other than God. Hmm says the meaning of hidden polytheism is to see either loss or profit coming from anything besides God and to be afraid or hopeful on account of anything other than God. Is that where you worship investing in gold and hope to make a profit? <laughs> Come on, where is the gold? <laughs> where is the, the, subtle ties, uh, the subtle ties of hypocrisy. The secrets of hidden affection, affection, delight, and marvels. You see, we're still talking about the same thing in my dream, remember? What, what's in your dream? The dream I was telling you about. 
Jota telling me about buying gold. And oh. I said it's better to get gold in the other line. Well, actually, that's good, yeah. Like, I actually just read in uh, Aliyah about gold. He's saying gold's only value it has is in what you can buy with it. So, or even give it away, give money. Actually, you should, uh, it, instead of having gold, it's better to, like, probably just, like, have things that you can buy with it, just, just like, repair the house. Like paint the paint the room, like or buy things you actually need. I you can use buy a, buy a, invest in your artwork or buy a laptop computer and something you use. Yeah. Gold is stagnant, you see. It's not active for you. It's it's only value is in what you buy with it. <laughs> But anyways, here's saying that none of those are valuable to focus on God. The subtle ties of hypocrisy, the secrets of hidden affection, delight in marvels, pleasure derived from the praise of people, and dismay caused by their reproaches, all of these originate from hidden polytheism. <laughs> when, we're, when we try to get a like on, a, on the likes on the internet, we're... Engaging in hidden polytheism. <laughs> the command of the law is to worship God alone and not place even a partic particle beside him. Q436. You agree, it has been well said. In the essence, unity expels all attributions. Why should we join anything to your unity? You are both the sought and the seeker. What more can we say? The wise have said that polytheism can be either visible or hidden. Hidden polytheism exists in the community of the prophet, as we have seen in the above-mentioned tradition, which is said to have several interpretations. One of them is that the crawling of an ant is bereaf of beauty. No one recognizes its footsteps, nor does anyone hear the sound of its pitter-patter. You think it's beautiful, the crawling of an ant? We just don't know. In the very same way, hidden polytheism can be creeping along in a servant, and he does not have even the faintest idea that it is there. Again, the movement was described as being on a stone, not on dust, because the crawling movement on the dust leaves behind a trail from which one can infer that an ant has passed that way. But its movement on the stone leaves no trace. There is no hint that anything has passed over it. This is the proof that hidden polytheism could gain ground in a servant while he is unaware even of its existence. The tradition goes on to say that all this transpired in a dark black night. Black upon black and utter blackness simply cannot be seen. In the same way, when hidden polytheism makes continuous progress, darkness closes in on anyone. Then something trifling ends up having a great effect. <laughs> In the entire ambit of faith, one should see only God. There should be none but God. Whoever sees anything else besides him is either world 
in either world is guilty of polytheism. One beloved of God has hinted at this mystery. Since you know and speak only of one, why do you ask about two, three, and four? The letters B and T are on the same line as A, yet they combine to form but, but, idol, while A forms Allah. The proof of this tradition is Harris, H-A-R-I-S, who, when he made a claim to the reality of faith, argued for the correctness of his claim by declaring that he had ceased to derive profit or loss from any source other than God. He said, quote, As far as we are concerned, all gold, silver, and jewels are equivalent to pieces of broken earthenware. The foundation of all commercial profits is gold and silver, since all profits in the world stem from them. Yet for Harris, their status had become equal to that of stone and dust. One sensual soul gains strength in eating and sleeping. Harris removed both from his life and said, quote, I keep a vigil by night and fast by day. Hmm. The gain from that was especially beneficial to him because he cut himself off from what is profitable in the present world. This world became for him the hidden world for which he had become firmly established in proofs of the reality of his own faith. The prophet said to him, quote, Stand firm in what you have found. As long as people remain in the world of goods, uh, they are enveloped in darkness and dream. Abandoning arrangements is the commencement of unity. By ceasing to make plans, one attains genuine solitude. We stop making plans. We're almost in solitude already. Are not we in lockdown solitude? But we keep making plans. Oh, yeah. What would I see about solitude? We had that song. I think I saw other solitude things. Hmm. Well, obviously, Thoreau was getting solitude. Messenger has also said, quote, There is no rest for the believer except in the vision of God. Deprived of this, he will die. God becomes the contentment of the believer the moment his faith acquires reality. In verse of verifying his faith, he becomes separated from all worldly connections. <laughs> if while still in the world, his behavior becomes like that, then the world assumes for him the quality of judgment day has happened to Harris. Everyone who seeks the realm of solitude and he who desires the abode of unity should not find repose within himself, nor should he acquire embellishment without 
If revelation for you becomes confined to the body, then make such revelation a shoe and beat yourself on the head. A clinking, cringing dog goes in search of bones, while the tiger cub seeks living prey. Did you understand that? If while still in the world his behavior becomes like that, then the world assumes for him the quality of Judgment Day as happened to Harris. Then he says, Everyone who seeks the realm of solitude and he who desires the abode of unity should not find repose within himself, nor should he acquire embellishment without. If revelation for you becomes confined to the body, then make of such revelation a shoe and beat yourself on the head. <laughs> A clinging dog goes in search of bones, <laughs> while the tiger cub seeks living prey. Are we supposed to seek living prey? This cannot happen except by abandoning polytheism, that is, by separating oneself from all worldly attachments. You see, this is the way, uh, the way I do it is it's not... Like you think of this as like so extreme, like you're doing it, you're not doing it 24 hours a day. You do this during like meditation, say a couple hours, three, two or three hours. You separate yourself from worldly attachment completely. That's like in meditation. And then you can come back out and be attached to the world. <laughs> So in practice, <laughs> in practice, you're detached for a couple hours, and then the rest you're back into attachment. <laughs> because this is quite a bit to lot to swallow. Whatever is afraid, whoever is afraid of anything except God or places his expectations anywhere, but in Him, even though there is no question at all of the fundamentals of the faith, such a person really espouses polytheism. You see, I'm a polytheist of like quite a few hours of the day where I worship like the tennis ball and the volleyball and all these things. But for a few hours, I could be uh, a monotheist. <laughs> I'm saying how to practice this stuff. All right. Similarly, for other qualities, make a suitable analogy. Realize for from all this that Whoever fixes attention upon himself while he is engaged in any form of divine worship or thinks there is a separation as a result of sin is seeking union and separation from what is not God. This is equivalent to polytheism. In some, the servant has not become so firmly grounded in the reality of faith, nor have his qualities become such that one could say, quote, all this is from God just as it is from, with God, for God, and directed towards God. Hmm. In other words, the origin of all things is God, all things exist in Him, all possessions and authority are His, while all things will return to Him. When His qualities become like this, it means that a person's faith has become a firmly established reality for Him. The messenger has also said, 
quote, those who are slaves to the world, to money, to their own bellies, to lust, and to fine remain, raiment, uh, have all been destroyed. Well, basically, he's sort of defining a saint in a way. Uh -huh. And again, the messenger said, quote, the soul should be for the sake of prayer or be destroyed since it will have become the slave of these things. If it is for prayer, then it, its prayers is accepted. If this is a tradition, it is correct. All of us unfortunate ones perished long ago, but we have no idea of this fact on account of our own blindness and ignorance. Rather, we esteemed ourselves as genuine Muslims. <laughs> the idea of the way before my eyes comes from you. The whole lifetime transpires in trying to grasp that idea. When the sun's form is glimpsed, our minds are blanked. What remains in our eyes is false in our heads, mere thought. Another poet spoke all right when he said, Whatever we have written is fit only to be wiped away. Whatever we have raised on high is fit only to be thrown down. What everything we have thought has proved to be useless. <laughs> what a pity. We have passed our lives in such foolishness. Do you think that everything we've thought has proved to be useless? Hmm. Most. <laughs> Seems mo a very large percentage has, I think. <laughs> a very large percentage of what I have thought has proved to be useless. <sighs> what a pity I've wasted my life in such foolishness. Everything we have thought has proved to be useless. What a pity we have passed our lives in such foolishness. If he is called the slave of such things... And it must be true that his devotion to God has evaporated. Only thus can he become enslaved by things, for as long as a slave of Zayed is not liberated by Zayed, he cannot have the slave of Umru. As long as all his qualities of service are devoted to the Lord, he cannot become the slave of anyone or anything but the Lord. There is an example of this in the law. Anyone who has one foot inside and in and the other outside cannot be said to have entered the building nor to be outside it. <laughs> Do you think that if we have one foot in and one foot out? You know what? We're not legally in either location. There is no coming out for him, neither is there any going in. Anyone, if anyone speaks of entering or leaving, then the person will be a liar in both instances, as he would be also if he turned himself into the slave of someone other than God by any wishing, fearing, fleeing, or seeking. If he completely accepts this explanation, then on one stroke he would place himself beyond the pale of faith. If he shows hesitation between two qualities, know that whatever is between two ends can be driven out of both. This polytheism about which we have heard and this service of another about which we spoke 
came to us entirely from seeing something other than God. This happens if, when we see him, we see another as well. Every mirror that we worship is tantamount to worshiping another. The same is the case if we are afraid of him while remaining afraid of someone else. Or if we place our trust in him and yet continue to rely on others. One beloved of God has said, Since there is only one God in both worlds, why be preoccupied with four pillars? Pronounce one, desire one, and seek only one. See one and speak of one and one alone. O oh, brother, when the apostle gave the invitation to men, he transmitted the deposit of faith, girded up his loins for service, and said, quote, O God, I have carried your command to the people. The divine article came, quote, Why did you pay attention to your role of conveying the message? Keep your gaze fixed on our commission. The secret of this has been put thus. As long as even a single hair stays neatly in place, then that single hair acts as a shackle on your feet. But if one hair on your body remains polluted, you cannot be considered purified for prayer. One day a poor devotee was saying his prayers. Upon completing them, he exclaimed, Quote, Praise and honor be to God for having bestowed his grace upon me, and I pray for the forgiveness of my shortcomings. His guide chided him, saying, quote, I thought you believed in only one God. Now you are a polytheist. <laughs> o Sheikh, he replied, quote, Why do you say that? As long as you did not pay attention to your prayer answered the sheikh. You did not perceive any fault. Now your prayer has become your own attribute. I thought you saw only God, but you have proven that you also see yourself. Anyone who sees himself does not see God. We're supposed to pray and not be aware that we prayed. We can't see ourselves praying. You think we could disappear? Like in meditation. Disappear. So after I meditate, I should not say that I meditated. I'd say, oh, something happened earlier, but I don't know what it was. <laughs> Somebody. I don't know what I did previously. <laughs> there was nobody there, but... Uh, but in the spot where I meditated, there was nothing happened, and there was nobody there. <laughs> I shouldn't say that I meditated. I could say that meditation did me, and, or meditation did me, or God did meditation. You just tried to say in so many ways. So your suggestion is to not say anything. Just forget it. Forget it. 
Okay, that's maybe the best answer. This teaching is for high-minded people. All that you and I can do is talk about such worship. How could we unfortunate ones ever obtain such wealth? Gee, tell me how my sack came to my every night. Look at this. You're scraping there. Accept your state and say, O Lord of the worlds, what can I say? I am drowning in blood. See, I, I can't say anything. I am drowning in blood, yet sail my boat on dry land. Take my hand and listen to my cry. How long shall I have to beat my head as though a fly were on it? O king, look upon me, poor wrench that I am. Is he talking about me? <laughs> if you see any fault in me, let your gaze wipe it away. My grief has grown too great, send relief. Emit a ray of light into the encircling gloom. O oh God, you are aware of all my lamentation. You are present in the grief of my nights. What shall I become? That I might mean something to you. If only you take account of me, I will become something for you. I am both afflicted by you and astonished at you. Yet whether I am good or bad, I am always yours. Peace. Mm. Mm. Too many words, I guess. Too many words? Yeah. What do you mean? For silence. You're supposed to stay in silence. In silence? I think he made his point, though. I mean. Oh, you made your point in silence. You don't have to. No matter how many words you can explain something, it's still an experiment. It's just having too so, many irons in the fire and so too many distractions. You, you know what it is. Uh, it's, uh, it's silent. No, that knows all that. You don't have to get to the... Accounting method? Mm -hmm. So, uh, I had that away. It's like if I was God, I would have a head, like if everybody was God, it would be all that. All these long lamentations? Yeah, uh -huh. Mm, he gave him God a headache. Where did we encounter that? Where did we encounter that? Where like we're bothering God? Did we encounter that in a prior reading? Something about that? Hmm. Is there people requesting things in prayer or something? Hmm. Hmm. I don't think I should stop because I don't know how long the next one Even is. Even there, you should be short, I would say, and very much to the sense and not bombard in a way. You know, we just be bombarding too much about what you want or what you need, no matter how. Bombarding who? God? Or? Yeah, talking, talking, but it's like bombarding. Well, he's talking about uh, how bad he is. How bad he is? So, he's not exactly bad. He's, that's what he said. Uh, he he is? is? If he is or he's bad or if he is good, uh, oh. he doesn't know what he is. So, he doesn't. He's saying if you're distracted and all kinds of things and uh, you're a polytheist or something. No, the prayer of the the person who was praying, the way he was praying, all the things he was saying. 
Oh, the guy said he prayed. The guy who said... To say whether you're good or bad. Well, that's focusing on yourself to judge whether you are good or bad. That's what I'm trying to say, to do that for myself. Still focused on myself. Still ego. Well, the ego is, takes a takes practice to get rid of. Uh-huh. Mm. Like silence. Silence like helps. In a dream, so. we're going to sleep. We're silent. I think that was the most when we sleep in silence. Mm. You always have thoughts, but mm, you can. Yeah. Reduce the number of useless thoughts (laughs) by mindfulness, then modernized it to mindfulness. (laughs) All right, that was um, uh, hidden polytheism. We found out what it is. Did we? I think so. Did you know what hidden polytheism is? Mostly not. It's just not being poly, monopolytheist. <laughs> it's not. I like that. It's not being monopolytheist. It's not being monopolytheist. <laughs> That's best actually. Dear, the people now have no no theists. They have no. They're atheists. They don't have. Okay, there's not an issue of too many. They're not. They're not. Uh, Polytheists. Right. Now, that why do you try to complicate? They're no theists, or I they're. Said you said it is the easiest way. They're just straight out materialist. Now mm-hmm. you try to say nonsense again. Uh, we have a lot about that. All right. Well, we don't have to discuss it. Well. I think the best uh, it was as, it, as you said it. Polytheist is not the monotheist, actually. That's excellent. Oh. Uh, everyone is a theist of something. Uh, right. There's, there's few I'm people to, to have attachment to nothing. Absolutely. It's almost impossible to have attachment to absolutely nothing. All right. All right. We'll just stop it then if you don't want to discuss it. I'd like to mess up something that you said that's nice that I like. All right. We'll end it then. Mm-hmm. You're going to make coffee and I'm going to... My religion is just... I'm devoted just to coffee. And that's I it. Know. That's it. I'm a, definitely a polytheist. <laughs> <laughs>